Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herich here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a pretty eventful session today. Uh, we were headlined here by the Fed's FOMC meeting, where Jay Powell and the Fed announced that they have extended their time horizon for their plan to keep interest rates low for years to come. Really nothing new there. As they've said before, they're not even thinking about thinking about raising rates. So once again, though, Jay Powell uh, said that they plan to continue their accommodative stance and asset purchases until their goals of low unemployment and inflation above 2%, uh, they will continue to do what they're doing. He actually went on to say that they will continue this until they feel that inflation will remain above 2% for some time. So the market initially appeared to like the news. The NASDAQ was slightly negative before the meeting, went positive shortly after the minutes were released. And in a pretty rare move, as Jay Powell began speaking, the markets continued to head higher. But it was a very short-lived excitement. As soon as the question and answer portion came around, the market began to turn. And it turned pretty quickly here, as we've talked about here often. Jay Powell has a serious history of sending the market lower during his speeches, and that certainly continued today. While he was answering questions, it really felt like he was stumbling over himself, trying to, it seemed like he was trying to convince himself of what he was saying. And that makes sense, because what he was saying appeared to be pretty contradictory. Talking about how the Fed wants to help everyday Americans in these underserved communities, while also saying that they want to increase inflation. So the question that he can't answer is, how does higher inflation benefit everyday Americans? And it was truly painful to watch him try to answer these questions today. It was just uncomfortable, I would say. But fortunately for us, this was the last Fed presentation until after the election. So hopefully this is something that we won't have to worry about here for the next couple of months at least. So let's take a look at our markets on the day now. We were led today by the Russell 2000, which was up pretty nice 0.92% off of its highs of the day, but still a solid day for the Russell 2000 to 1,552. We were followed there by the Dow, which was up pretty nicely earlier in the day, finished roughly just barely off the lows of the day, up 0.13% to 28,032. We are followed there by the S&P 500, which went negative during uh, the Fed Q&A section for Jay Powell, finishing down 0.46% to 3,385. And lastly, the NASDAQ was our laggard on the day, finishing at its lows of the day, down 1.25% to 11,050. Also uh, in the news today, we got the largest software IPO ever today with Snowflake, and it, it, it has been the biggest IPO of the year. A pretty exciting day here uh, for Snowflake, more than doubling in its first day of trading. It was up more during the day, but finished up 110% on the day. So it was a little bit of an ironic session to see tech, the sector itself was beat up, the NASDAQ was our laggard, but Snowflake really killed it today. And it really wasn't all negative out there as the internals painted a bit of a different story here for the NASDAQ today. We saw some positive signs. Uh, despite our markets finishing at or near the lows of the day, 
advances, beating out declines, just over one and a half to one positive on the day, and positive across the board here. New 52-week highs and lows were our biggest winner on the day, up over six to one positive on the day. And lastly, volume finishing just over two to one positive on the day as well. So when you have a day like today, where the NASDAQ finished down 139 points and you get almost two to one positive internals for the NASDAQ, that's not a terrible day. That, this is a sign that's telling us that the NASDAQ wants to be bought here. Looking at our sectors on the day, we did see a, a few continued bright spots in our sectors that Kip talked about yesterday. Transports continued higher today, uh, now almost back to their all-time highs. Materials hitting another new all-time high today. And as Kip mentioned yesterday, trucking also hitting new all-time highs. This tells us that we are in a V-shaped recovery. It, the V-shaped recovery lives on here. And looking at these charts, it's hard to call it anything other than a V-shaped recovery. They're good-looking charts for a recovery here. Now, looking at our S&P 500 sectors on the day, we did finish uh, a little bit worse than we were earlier in the session with that last you know, two, hour, uh, two hours of the day seeing that sell-off. But we still finished with five out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by energy, up a big 4%, followed there by financials, industrials, real estate, and materials. And our laggards on the day, as I mentioned earlier, tech was our biggest loser on the day, followed there by communication services, consumer discretionary, and consumer staples. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold is flat on the day now, up just about 0.01% to 1966 an ounce. Silver down on the day now by 0.43% to $27.34 an ounce. Copper roughly flat on the day here, up now 0.09% to $3.06 a pound. As I mentioned, oil energy having a big day today. Oil up big here and back above $40 a barrel now, up 5.15% to $40.23 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin up uh, nearly 2% on the day and back above its 11,000 a Bitcoin mark at 11,004 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.